0: Hello, welcome to 5 Minutes of Pastor Jesus Christ. is still the same yesterday, today, and forever. I'm so sharing concerning Never forget this. Never ever forget this. Let this be a regulatory principle in your life. A regulatory knowledge in your life. To regulate your life and help you live. Okay? Never forget this. Hallelujah. I'm reading from 2 Timothy chapter 4. And uh, I'm reading from verse 5. He says, But watch thou in all things, and do afflictions. Now Paul is writing to Timothy. He says, Watch thou in all things, and do afflictions. Do the work of an evangelist. And he Make full proof of thy ministry. Verse 6 says, For I am now ready to be offered, and the time of my departure is at hand. I have fought a good fight. Paul said he had fought a good fight. He knew he was going to die, and then he said, I have fought a good fight. I have finished my course. I have kept the faith. There was a course for him. There was something he was supposed to do, and he did it. If you remember yesterday, I read to you that he called himself a master builder, and that he had laid the foundation. He laid the foundation, which was Christ. And he says, we should all make sure we are building what we are supposed to build with gold, silver, and precious stones. Not with wood, hair, and stubble. Because it will go through fire. Our work will go through fire. You see, Paul knew. He says, I fought a good fight. I have finished my course. I have kept the faith. Then he says in verse 8, Henceforth he laid that for me a crown of righteousness. Which the Lord, the righteous judge, shall give me at that day. He knew that he had done what he was supposed to do. Can you know if you have, have fulfilled your course? You can. Paul knew that we can know. Paul was a man just like you and I, who had the life of God in him. He see, just like you and I. He knew he, he had finished what he was supposed to do. And he was ready to leave. Then he says, Hence what there is later for me. A count of righteousness. He knew that there was a count for him. There is a count called the count of righteousness. He says, Which the Lord, the righteous judge, shall give me at that day or on that day. And not to me only, so he includes your eyes. It's not to me only, but unto all them also that love is appearing. Unto all them also that love is appearing. All those who love Jesus is appearing. Jesus is showing up, his second coming. You see, all those who love it. All those, you know, there are Christians who, when they hear that Jesus is coming, they begin to, you know, it's like, (laughs) yeah. A friend of mine said, I'm not not married though, Jesus don't come until I marry, don't come. It's amazing, you know. But there are those when they hear that Jesus is coming, they become excited. You know, during those times, the Bible mentions Maranatha. Lord, come, come quickly. Right now, some Christians here, they don't want to. They don't, Psyche, they're afraid. You're not supposed to be afraid. No, He's coming for you. He's coming. Your redemption is drawing nigh. The redemption of our body is drawing nigh. You see. And the day for us to receive crowns, to rule and reign with Him, has come. It says, He shall give it to all those who love His appearing. All those who love His appearing. Hallelujah. In other words, because the love is appearing, they allow that love that they have for the Lord to reflect through their lives to others. You see, Christ died so that we might give ourselves for Him and to do what He has called us to do. You know, when you, when you read 2 Corinthians 5, let me read it to you, it's so, so beautiful. Second Corinthians chapter 5, I'm reading from verse 14. Paul says that, For the love of Christ constrained us, because we thus judge that if one died for all, then we are all dead. And that He died for all, that they which live should not henceforth live unto themselves, but unto him which died for them and rose again. So, this is what the love of Christ does it drives you to not live for yourself, but to live for the one who died and rose again. Hallelujah! So, he says that he's not going to give only me the crown, he's going to give it to all those who love is appearing. If your love is appearing, it will control your life, it will show you what to do, to let you live your life in a different way and let you live your life helping others, bringing others in, getting others born again, and raising others. You see, if you read in 1st Peter chapter 5. There's another count that is mentioned there. There are five different counts in the Bible. There's a count of life, you know. There's there's a, there's a count of incorruption. So many other counts that God gives and is going to give on that day for different things. You see, the count of righteousness is given to those who love is appearing. Those who love is appearing and those who fulfill their course and do what they have been called to do. There's someone waiting to hear a voice that is is to be preached in due time. In due time. There's a time frame related to it. We don't have all time. We don't have all years. This is the time. You have to do something. Jesus said, I must work the works of Him that sent me while it is day. The night cometh when no man can work. There is a night coming that no man can work. Your night will come. This is your day. Do something today. You see, in First Peter chapter 5, verse 1, Peter said, The elders which are among you, I exhort you. I am also an elder and a witness of the sufferings of Christ. And also a of the glory that shall be revealed. Then verse 2 says, Feed the flock of God which is among you. Taking the oversight thereof, not by constraint, but willingly, not for filthy looker, but of a ready mind. Then it says, neither as being lords over God's heritage, but being examples to the flock. Now these are people who look after people, people who are raising others. You see, it is feed the flock of God which is among you. Taking the oversight thereof, not by constraint, not because someone is forcing you, but willingly. Then this says, not because of money, but of a ready mind. Then not as lords over God's heritage, but as examples to the flock. Then verse 4 says, And when the chief shepherd shall appear, who is the chief shepherd? Jesus Christ. When he shall appear, when he shall come on that day, you shall receive a crown of glory that faded not away. Hallelujah. So there's a crown of glory for you. It's a crown of glory. For Never forget these things. There are crowns for you. There are rewards for you for doing what you're supposed to do in the body of Christ, for helping others, for raising others, and for saying the right things, you know, and creating an environment for God to be able to work around you. Hallelujah. God can't work on his own. He needs a man. He needs a vessel to work through. And you are the one he has chosen. He has chosen you for this cause. Don't resist his will for you. Preach the gospel wherever you go. And watch yourself receive a reward on that day. Watch yourself rejoice on that day. There's a kind of rejoicing as well. Watch yourself rejoice on that day. When that count is laid on your head, I'll be there watching you. And we'll all be happy together. Hallelujah. I love you very much. I'll see you again until then. God bless Have a wonderful day. And never forget these things. Bye-bye.